Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Supplies, cutting edge outdoors. Well, this is the second hour with Danny Bush and me, Tom Neubauer. We are coming to you live and unrehearsed. If you want to join in the fun this morning, just dial us up at 414 799 1250. That's 799 1250. And, uh, well, we've been talking about a lot of stuff. We will get into fishing and hunting or, or some of that stuff, right? And, Some fishing uh, well, stuff, maybe? And, well, oh, st- we got to talk, yeah, a little bit about we that. We got Midwestern Shooter Supply. Yeah, that's... Fall Fest going on. Yeah, that's... Oil Can Harry is the band. Tonight? Oil Can Harry? Yeah, I think I'm going to go yeah. see old Oil Can Harry. Uh, also, uh, this afternoon, they got that big swap thing going on. Yeah, so yeah, you got yeah. all kinds of... The, so it's like a big giant... Everybody spread out out there. It's a big fair. And they got tables. Yeah, but it's all cool hunting and yeah. fishing stuff and you can try some of the guns right there either in their gun range or outside trying shotguns and if you see a yeah. old guy with a hat looks like a you know 80 year old male model that'll be gordy out there with the white beard with the white beard very short beard he's yeah. not 80 years old he's just a whippersnapper <laughs> but yeah you can get good stuff and uh they will have be selling a whole bunch of gun raffles which they'll be drawing at about five or six, something like that. So normally what I do is I drive up there, get up there about four, mm-hmm. spend money, and uh, wait to not hear my name called on when they do the, the tickets <laughs> on the drawings there. Uh, but, yeah, and they've got great selection of firearms. And do you know what kind of firearm? Uh, deer season is right around the corner. And, uh, well, let me ask you first, Tom. You, you when you did deer hunt, what mm-hmm. what kind of what caliber rifle did you use? Well, I started off with a thirty odd six, but then I went to a Ruger forty four mag. Oh, you did. So you had mm-hmm. one of the I had a carbine, one yeah. of the original little uh, carbines. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, those original carbines came out, I believe, uh, in like nineteen six. They came out in the early sixties, I believe. Uh, I think it was originally called the Deerstalker Carbine, but then Ithaca had a shotgun that was called Deer Something. So to avoid infringement on whatever, they just changed it to the Ruger 44 Carbine. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they discontinued making it. 
uh, I, I think around in the late 80s or something. So for years, nothing but those old ones with the tubular magazine was around. Then they brought them back in 2000. They renamed it the Deerfield Carbine and made it with a rotary clip similar to their oh, 1022. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. And those things are going for like 1200 on the mm-hmm. internet because they quit mm-hmm. making them in 2007. I was just lucky oh. to get one. Great little handy little rifle. So the 44, you, how many deer did you shoot with it? None. None. Nope. I mean, uh, let's put it this way. I tried. <laughs> you know, it, it was not a long-distance gun. Okay. It, it was a That's great, what I was going to say. That's a good 100-yard in. It's a great gun to use on a drive. Oh, yeah. Because it didn't it's, have a scope on and it. And it's you know. quick. Yeah, Probably and it was short. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was short, no scope, but on a drive when you're in the woods, when you don't have long shots and it can bust through little, you know, little limbs or leaves or whatever – I mean, it, it was great for that, but if you're on the stand and there's a deer out there uh, 150 yards away, yeah, no. Yeah, 150, <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, with yeah. open sights. How about yeah. the 306, though? Now, that one, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that one you could shoot a distance on. So you but shot a number one, of deer but, with that? No, no, that one didn't have didn't a scope. Didn't get any with that one either? That one didn't have a scope. Did you ever shoot a deer, Tom? With a bow. Really? With a bow, yep. You've never shot one with a firearm? Nope. Nope. You gotta be. Nope. Blanking me. One. Nope. Mm-mm. No. And I would go to Daniel Boone every year, do the running, do the running deer thing and all yeah. that. I could, I could hit that running deer target right in the butt, <laughs> right hey. in the rear end. But uh, yeah, and uh, I would always practice it, and uh, you know, I never had a really good, good place to hunt. A real no, a really good shot at one. And I would go with my brothers, and we didn't have the greatest of places. Yeah, I saw some deer and all that, but never had well, really. Well, hunting good back I then would, is not like it is it, today. It's not like I mean, now. nowadays you got a kid I mean, sitting in a heated shack with a oh, yeah. rifle rest and his feet up, well, and back, his mom giving him hot chocolate. Yeah. And, and back then, getting tree, foot massages, and then a deer yeah. comes out and he shoots it. Yeah, back then tree stands weren't legal. You could no. climb a tree, but you couldn't put a stand up in a tree. You know. So it it was totally different. We froze our butts off. Oh and yeah, as a kid, even, I did too. Even one of my brothers, who who actually is a, a good shot, my oldest brother, he he had a shot at a running deer, and I we heard him unload five shots, the whole clip at it, and never touched it. You know, oh, running deer are tough. You know, I mean, especially when I, they're really moving. Some you know? of my proudest yeah. shots have been some deer that yeah. I've shot on the run, but, and I felt really good about but it. But I did shoot a running rabbit with a twenty-two handgun with a twenty-two Ruger. Uh, Revolver, a running rabbit. It was lucky. It was all luck. Trust me. <laughs> well, it was luck. Well, hey, we. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. We we had some callers calling before. Yeah, we but, got Tom uh, on the line right now. We got Tom on the line. Hey, hey, hey good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm doing great now that I'm off of work. Oh, hey, all right. Good for you. <laughs> go enjoy the day, man. Yeah. My question for you is: I'm headed up to Wausau next weekend, and I want to know what's fighting and on what. Up in the Wausau well, area. Okay, uh, middle of the state. Are you going to be on Lake Wausau? Yes, I will. We have yeah. a cottage up there. Yeah, I, I, I fished a tournament there one time, and we actually caught a lot of bass. Um, we caught some dogfish. We caught some northerns, you know. But actually, from what I remember, I mean, that was the only one and only time I was up there for two days, you know. So I don't know a lot about it. But there's a lot of fish up in that area. That Lake Wausau is full of them. We were up there about a year ago, and we were fishing for catfish on the river, and we ended up with a bunch of sturgeon. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, fought them for hours. Oh, the wow. biggest one, I think, was 98 inches. 
Holy moly. Yeah. That's a monster. Yes, it was. Took two and a half hours to bring in. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But are you going right. to go for the eating fish like walleyes or northerns or bass or panfish? Walleye for sure. Yeah, walleye for Yeah, they got a bunch up there. Boy, I'll tell you, what. when you got a system like that, you got to look for the eddies where the water's not moving as fast and just look to the edges of those fast-moving water areas. But there's always water flowing through there. And you can find fish at various depths because it's well oxygenated, top to bottom, you know. Thank you. So. That would be very helpful. Well, good I do appreciate well, it. Well, I'll tell you what. When you come back from your trip, let us know how you did. I will, sir. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Okay, bye now. And then our second call was an update, and it was uh, you should go to the AT&T store today because the guys that they called, his uh, sister got a smartphone and a plan for thirty four ninety nine from the AT&T store. Yeah, really. Yeah, he just wanted to give a quick update on that. That was the yeah. uh, second call. That's a good price, but I don't think I don't think you're going to get price. I'm paying like forty. I lost more on the no. Brewers last night than than that price. Oh, so. Are you gambling? Yeah, but I didn't really bet the Brewers. I'm on fire right now, so I wouldn't touch the Brewers. Yeah, yeah right. No wonder your wife rolled over and gave you the cold shoulder last night when you <laughs> I crawled work in into radio. bed. Well, no, so he, gambling's keeping me well, you, alive. You, you, uh, you split those winnings with her, right? Yeah, I'll throw her a new pair of shoes every once in a while. Thanks, <laughs> hey, to, thanks hey, to the hey, Yankees. Hey. <laughs> isn't isn't there a horse race this weekend, Tom? No, I, well, yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah, but, there's a horse. But not ra- I heard Belling talking about a horse race. Yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of sweepstakes going we can't on. But bet. Well, do you want us to find out? Get a hold of the no-name bookie. Okay, I'm gonna, let's start throwing some cash around. I'll tell you Let's what, do it. We got a we got a a break coming up, so I'm going to write down a no-name's number, and then uh, Ryan will no give names. him a call, and we'll talk to him uh, right after this break. All right. Yeah. Hey, um, another thing, uh, our listener uh, called in. What was his name again? Uh, from Te- Te- Ke- Kean, was that it or something? Oh, like Kean. 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 Kean called. I did look up Wabakan Lake. Forest County. Yeah. And he is correct. It's 513 acres. And the DNR has a nice site, comes right up. It says Wabakan is a 513 acre lake, maximum depth of 15 feet. Oh, that's a shallow lake. Uh, there is a public boat landing. Fish include musky, panfish, largemouth bass, and northern pike. And when they list the fish, it says muskies, abundant, oh. panfish, common, bass present, pike present. It's not often that you see muskies listed as, as abundant. abundant. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's not given us, and it looks like there's a couple uh, uh, public lands or parks. There's two of them within 1,000 feet of the lake. So that looks like that might be a nice little oh. place. You know, my buddy Joe likes to uh, he likes to canoe and do all that little river-type stuff. That looks like an end camp. That looks like an ideal place to go camp. Yeah. Take your canoe or small boat or, or your, kayak, your like kayak. your son yeah. has, yeah. and go fish and catch catch yeah. some some muskies. Now I don't know how huge a muskies you're talking right. about in a small right. lake, right. but take some lighter tackle, throw some smaller bucktails yeah. and stuff, uh, or go soak a sucker in a nice fall yeah. day and drift around, yeah. look at the colors on the trees, and catch catch a couple muskies. You know, be great. I, was, I was looking uh, at some of the regulations. I was looking up a lake up in Oneida County, and I was looking at the different lakes. You wouldn't believe how many lakes have a 28-inch size limit on muskies. Still? Yes. Uh, quite a few lakes in northern Wisconsin have a 28-inch size limit on muskies. I mean, we have lakes in Wisconsin that have 45-inch limits, 40-inch uh, limits, 30-some-inch limit. But there's all, I, I was surprised to see how many 
had 28-inch size limit on Muskie. Well, I was surprised. I don't know if I ever told you about a little lake called Bear Lake, which is up in Douglas County. Now, they got Bear, Amnicon, and Lyman. Yeah. And those all have muskies in there. And uh, is it, my dad grew up there in the 40s. He'd hear, hey, Bear Lake has muskies. Tiny little lake. And if you look at old, old records, because muskies really were not near as widespread native yeah. originally before stocking right, is what right. they are now. But that little that little corner up there, Bear Lake was one lake that actually had native muskies going back to yeah. the glacier. Never, never planted. And I've gone in there and fished him with my cousin. And the biggest he ever got was maybe 36 inches. But I caught a beautiful, maybe 32-inch muskie there one time. It was the most beautiful muskie I've ever seen. It was a clear muskie, Tom. Okay. And it was clear with kind of a, a green with a bluish kind of a tint to its sides. Oh, very cool. And it's just to think that that thing is genetically unaltered from whenever. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful muskies, not stocked. It's really kind of cool to go into a little lake if you can find it. Yeah. And maybe yeah. you're not catching 50 inchers, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty cool to catch those original, just beautiful looking fish. Wow. Interesting. Uh, 799-1250 is the phone number. We are on 1250 AM or 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, When we come back, hopefully we'll be talking to the no-name bookie. We'll be right back with more, folks. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM. When they gather around and start talking, that's when Billy would take me walking. I threw the backyard with a Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is our number. Hunting, fishing report, whatever you got, give us a call. Yeah, 799-1250. Or you can always email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, people will email stuff. You know, during the week. Yeah, we got some emails, Tom. Well, not right now, but oh. they'll email. Sometimes they'll email stuff during the week asking us. I mean, if it's something that's asking us both a question, you know, then I will bring that in for the following week show. Otherwise, sometimes they're just asking why this or why that, you know, like, why was your station off the air? Why ask why, Tom? I don't know, you know. Tom, do you know what important, What do you know what goes on sale today that uh, that people, hunters, should be aware of? Yeah. What is it? You don't know. Yeah, I bonus. Do. No, you don't. I do. Take off, you hoser. You don't know. <laughs> turkey. Bonus fall turkey at 10 a.m. today, my friends. Oh, yeah. The bonus fall tags are left over. In zone one, uh, 5,000 of them are left. Zone two, 1,000. Zone three, 5,000. Zone four, 2,000. Zone five, six, and seven, you're out of luck, boys, because and girls, there's zero, zero, and zero for those zones. Evidently, those are the most popular zones. But you know, Tom, uh, I don't know why they even have a fall turkey application process because they normally got all these, except for a few zones, they got all these leftover ones. You can buy one a day max per person. Uh, you also have to have, I believe, a, reg- a turkey license besides buying the tag and i think you also have to have uh one a turkey stamp i believe something like that you can check when you with your dnr regs but uh fall turkey i shot one years ago after i bought a bonus tag and it's something you can 
go still have some fun turkeys hunting is not just the spring thing. That's true. But but something that is uh, new today, it's the grand opening of the new Sherpers store in Port Washington. And they've got a bunch of specials going on. You can go to sherpers.com to find out more You're, information. Uh, are you going to be out there? No, uh, no, 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 no. Shaking hands, kissing babies? No, no. No? No. Not. No, but anyway, yeah, it's right down the street from uh, Duluth Trading Post. So uh, they're going to, you know, have all the outdoorsy stuff there that like they have in the other two Sherpa stores, and they're going to have a lot of kayaks, of course. I would think that being as today's world, you see more and more people getting into that, I don't know, maybe they're more eclectic. I don't know if that's the right word. But, you know, you got girls on paddle boards. You got people doing all this. They're not necessarily hunters and fishermen, but no, they're but all they're into this outdoorsy, outdoorsy thing. Camping, they're, hiking, they're members of, of the environmental green yeah. stuff. Uh, they're all into that stuff. I would think that Sherpers will just do better and better. I mean, there's always people into camping and oh, canoeing, yeah. Oh, yeah. but it just seems but, like people, that that's the trendy thing mm-hmm. to do if you're an up-and-coming millennial. But it, it it's... It's funny that we we see so many, especially like with the Boy Scouts, you know, they they're really into all that stuff. But we see so many people of all different ages that are into that. But but what I see mostly is young families, and the kids are so excited to go camping. You know, like when I see the the mom and dad, and they got a couple of kids that are I don't know, that be maybe six to ten, twelve years old, and they're going getting their camping stuff for the first time. The kids are so excited about it, and they're going down the aisles, oh, we better get this, and we better get this, and we better get that, you know. They're just really excited about it. Now, I don't know how mom and dad feel, but the kids are all, you know, excited. You know, I so. remember the first time I went camping with my dad. It was on Chute Pond, which is about 60 miles north of Green Bay, and uh, it's a musky lake. So, of course, dad went out there, and we pounded it and never never got a muskie. Um, but they did have, at one of the bait shops, as I recall, they did have kind of a pen, Tom, in the water. And and somebody, there was a muskie in there. I think people could, if they caught a muskie and brought it in, they mm-hmm. could put it in there mm-hmm. for people to see. Sure. And you remember going up to northern Wisconsin, they'd have outside the bait shops, they'd have those coolers with the with the glass mm-hmm. and, and the ice underneath. Oh, yeah. And they'd have all the big fish of the yep. week on mm-hmm. there. And I'd just look at bass that I couldn't imagine were that big. Mm-hmm. And northerns and, and, you know, a 20-pound muskie looked like, you know, a shark to me as a kid. But back to the camping story, I remember we didn't catch anything, but I saw my first flying squirrel because I remember it's, I remember as a kid seeing that squirrel come gliding on down. Mm -hmm. And then I had the best bacon and eggs of my life (laughs) because dad just put the bacon in there and let the grease go and threw the eggs in with the bacon grease. Oh, of course. Oh my God. I can't believe now, is that bad for you, Tom? Probably, but I don't care. It so tastes what? good. Who cares? <laughs> so what? You ever see that bacon grease when it, like, cools? Yeah. Oh, people. Solidifies. My mother. Well, that probably I mean, my cools in your arteries. My mother-in-law and my mother used to save the bacon grease. All, all the old. Oh, my family. mom did oh, that, yeah. too. Save she the bacon grease. She had a little uh, mason jar mm-hmm. or whatever, jelly yep. jar, yep. and it was right next to the stove, and yep. that's what she used for yep. cooking. And uh, I, I think in the Jewish community, call they might. I think they called that schmaltz. Maybe, maybe somebody will let correct me on that. I think it's called schmaltz. I don't think Jewish 
we're yeah. supposed to eat bacon, Tom. No, well then it must be some other. <laughs> I I or well maybe it's not from the bacon grease. Maybe it's a different type of grease. Yeah, maybe a different type, but it's well, called that... schmaltz. But anyway, schmaltz. Yeah, there ain't no such thing as schmaltz. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, You're somebody dreaming. can give me a call. Schmaltz. And, you know, correct me on this or whatever. Schmaltz. Bring me up to date. I'm a little schmaltzy. <laughs> I don't know, I'm serious. You schmaltz, you. You're full of schmaltz. <laughs> oh, we got a caller. You're schmaltzing me. They're going to tell us what the story, the true story behind schmaltz is, I think. He's a real schmaltz head. <laughs> yeah, we can start a new thing going. Yeah. The schmaltz report. What did you call me? <laughs> hey, take off, you schmaltz head. Say that, say that again. <laughs> Bunch oh, you in the face. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. What? Wrong what, number. No. He didn't want to come on here, but he wanted me to tell you it is uh, chicken fat. Oh, chicken, chicken fat. fat. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was some kind of fat. Chicken, chicken fat. fat. It's going bacon fat well, for Jewish people. Well, what the hell are you thinking I, over there, dude? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Last I checked, chicken fat. Okay. Bacon was from <laughs> pigs. Pork. Yeah. It's an amazing animal. It's an. <laughs> You know, you can have venison bacon. Yeah. You can have bear I've bacon. That. That's good. Uh, bear bacon was, oh, man. I'm going to shoot another bear again. And my plan is I'm going to get the whole thing. No, I'll get some burger because that's good with on a grill with barbecue mm-hmm. sauce because mm-hmm. it's sweet. Um, but uh, the bear burg, the bear bacon, oh, my God. And it's a little good, rubbery eh? and kind of thick and chewy, but it's delicious. That's right. Yeah, that's all right. As long as the flavor's there, right? Yeah. That's the main thing. Hey, we got to go to one more break. No, one actually, more. we've got two more. This one and one more. But five be more it. hours, folks. We'll be on the air. Me and Tom. Can you imagine if we were on for like four hours? Somebody, oh, somebody said uh, sent me an email. Said I wish you guys were on. Th- this was actually a friend of mine. He said I wish you guys were on for four hours. And I'm thinking, no, I don't wish that. <laughs> I get those all the time too. It says I wish you were on instead of Bart. Oh, I'm just kidding, Bart. Hey, Bart's not listening to this show. <laughs> no, he is. No, he does not. <laughs> he does not seem like an outdoorsy guy. I don't know. We should should we try to have him on one week? I don't know. He'll nah, come in. I don't think he's he'll an come in with guy. a flannel shirt, looking like a lumbersexual, and he'll <laughs> yep. surprise you, Tom. He'll have his know. Timberline boots on. Now I can see. I can see the great outdoors. I can see Chuck pulling. Chuck would pull off that look, right? With no. the flannel shirt? Chuck? No, Chuck is no. like, he dresses like a 1980s like movie villain. Like if he was like the bad guy of Karate Kid, like where he wears like a polo with like the collar popped, like tucked into some khakis. Oh, Like okay. the preppy look. Oh, He's okay. the preppy look, kind of like oh. uh, Jesse Waters. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's got the Jesse Waters. Oh. Yeah. I don't even know who Jesse Waters is. I don't know who a lot of people are, but I know one thing. We got to go to a break. Right. We'll be right back with more. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. We'll be right back with more. Oh, by the way, he's Ryan Horvath on the boards. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We'll be right back. Park Avenue Pizza Company Pub and Restaurant is located right near the beach on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. For decades, Park Avenue Pizza has been the place to go for the area's best pizza and great food. For daily specials, go to www.parkavenue.com. My favorite is their Super Deluxe Roasted Chicken or their Thursday Night Spaghetti and Meatball Special. Park Avenue Pizza in Pewaukee, 121 Park Avenue. Great food, great fun. Tell them Bushy sent you. 
All right, Danny. You know, talk a little fishing. No, little fish. Oh, what? Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk no, fishing. What, what did you want? I want to talk guns a little bit. Oh, rifles. Go ahead. Okay, because go ahead. Get my headphones on here and get prepared. So we were kind of going all over the place. We were last talking about your deer hunting. Oh, and forty-four mag, thirty-oh-six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never shot a deer. Well. I was talking about asking you what kind of uh, caliber you had, because back when I grew up, I uh, grew up anyway, back in the day, uh, 30-30 was popular. Yeah. 30-06 uh, seemed to be. 30-30-30-06, 30 30-30. Those two, 300 Savage was yeah. pretty popular. Yeah, and uh, and a lot of times these calibers, maybe it wasn't so much the caliber, but the firearm it was associated with, because you had the... 3030 associated with the Marlin and the Winchester lever actions. Mm-hmm. You had the uh, 300 Savage associated with the uh, the 300 uh, with the lever action Savage Model mm-hmm. 99, mm-hmm. and then of course the 3006 uh, was in like just every you know a lot of Remington 74. Yeah. A lot of the automatics. Uh, people like to have the firepower. Uh, I've come to the conclusion, Tom, over the years that 3030. Wasn't the best ideal deer cartridge because uh, it's better than the 44 Magnum mm-hmm. if you're on a field, but not a heck of a lot better. No, not a heck. Of a lot. Um, 30.06, I, I think you got too much bang there. I mean, it, it's a lot of re. Uh, my dad was shooting these 180 grain core locks and and uh, there's no recoil pad on this old Remington pump, and that would just knock knock the heck out of you. And I don't think you need that much power for deer. So a lot of a lot of people have kind of scaled back, I think, in calibers. They're looking for calibers that are efficient, less recoil. I do have a 270 that doesn't recoil as much as the 3006, but it still has some kick. 243. I got a 243 years ago for an old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, she dumped me before deer season, but then I used it and it's a really sweet to shoot. Doesn't recoil a lot, mm-hmm. uh, it can reach out there. That's a small cartridge, but the new one, the new kid on the block, Tom, is called the 6.5 Creedmoor. Sure. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. And Randy was the one, when I went up to Midwestern a couple of years back and I bought my 270, he was kind of saying, hey, you know, we can build you a 6.5 Creedmoor. We can set you up with something here. That's the cartridge now. And apparently, uh, it sounds like it's it's similar to a 243. It has less recoil. Uh, but... It, it's supposed to be a really good the ballistic coefficient sectional density uh, of the of the of the uh, of the bullet is such that it's a great long range cartridge mm-hmm. uh, yet it doesn't have a ton of recoil I think it shoots about a 140 grain bullet at about 2700 feet per second mm-hmm. now if you compare that to a 3006 shoots a 150 grain at 2900 feet per second. You know, it's it's a little bit off, but it doesn't have near the recoil. So right. that seems to be becoming more and more popular. And it seems like, it, you know, depending on the hunk of lead you're shooting at that deer, speed is important, and also it's where you place the shot. It's like any 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 good, you know, uh, any just about any firearm. Okay, except for maybe a twenty-two, but if you get it in the right spot. It'll down the deer, you know, maybe not as quick as, you know, they might run a couple hundred right. yards with something else, but they're going to, you're going to do the job. Even a 223, you know, which guys are hunting with too. Some which guys, is, which some is guys a, are. Which isn't all that smaller than a 
243 as far as the hunk of lead you're throwing, you know. It's not all that much smaller, you know. But it's going fast. It'll penetrate, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, um, although it's, it's, it's actually probably, most 243 rounds are about 50 grains. 243 are 90 to 100 yeah, grain. Although you can get a 60, 65 grain, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, triple shock X bullet mm-hmm. in the 223. But it's all about the placement. You're right about yeah. that. Uh, so you got to make sure that, you know, you, you, you know, the shot placement is important. Uh, I've never thought, I see some guys, I don't know, with a lot of guys, you know, bigger is better. And uh, some guys, and they're friends of mine too, hunt with a 300 Magnum. And there's more than one 300 Magnum, Tom. Yeah, right, There's 300 yeah. Win Mag, which yeah. was, well, actually, the original one was the 300 H&H Magnum. Okay. Which 3006, beefed up 3006 loads today, can pretty much approximate the old uh, ballistics of the 300 H&H Magnum, which was once recommended for African Lion. Uh, nowadays, you can't can't use anything less than a 370. Uh, 375. Yeah. Right? But anyway... Uh, uh, then there was the 300 Win Mag. Since that time, th- since that time, they've come up with the Remington Ultra Mag, the Winchester Short Mags. I think there's another one in there, and they they're even faster. The Weatherby Magnum, 300 Weatherby Magnum. But for all the recoil that you get, mm-hmm. and the and the blast for white-tailed deer in Wisconsin, I I don't know. I just don't see it. No, I you, think some you, guys get a 300 Magnum just to be cool and say I got a 300 Magnum. And and yeah, and it's and like you said, that recoil on those bigger cartridges, yeah, they'll they'll put a, maybe a little bruise on the arm. <laughs> you know? Now I bought the uh, one nice thing about the uh, Browning X bolt, not to put in a advertise, well, not sponsored by Browning, um, but I bought that Browning X bolt last year from Randy. Uh, that's actually got a built-in recoil pad and system mm-hmm. that diverts the recoil downward. Okay. So, in other words, the recoil doesn't come straight smack into your face. It's somehow by its design, mm-hmm. internally, whatever it and it it it's it still recoils more than the two forty three or my forty four meg auto to be sure, but not as bad as my old Remington pump. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. realized how much that Remington pump recoiled until I started shooting yeah. other firearms. Well, and that's a nice thing about uh, the the. Uh, Fall Fest up at uh, Midwestern uh, Midwestern Shooter Supply that's going on right now. Um, today's the last day for it. There are weapons that you can try out, and and it would be a good idea for for new hunters to the game, to or maybe it's a hunter that's had one weapon uh, for quite a few years, and now that person is looking for something a little bit different. That they can go up to Midwestern Shooter Supply and. Check it out, you know, to see what the recoil is like on I, some of these. I don't think they can shoot the rifles I, up there I'm necessarily, not Tom. I think it's more you can try the handguns inside. Yeah. And you can call up there and double check. Yeah, or the shotguns. Check. I think I they're, know shotguns they're doing outside. some clay and some stuff out there. I believe mm-hmm. the manufacturer reps are there. And, and this is the time of year where you're going to get your best prices Yeah, up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for firearms, listen, not, there's no football game today. A lot of people aren't fishing. It's dog days of August. Oh, yeah, drive, right. up to, <laughs> drive up to Lomira. Oh, there's football today. Is there football? At noon. Who oh, plays? yeah, preseason football. Oh, it's the Vikings. Pre-season. Nobody cares oh, okay. about the Vikings. We hate the Vikings. Okay. Well, listen, we got to go to a break, and when we come back, we'll try to get a hold of the no-name bookie. But i got got uh, something to talk about fishing when we get back, too. 
So uh, stay tuned for more, for folks. Hopefully we got some. Uh, hopefully we'll have the no name bookie on. We'll see. We'll, talk, we'll be. We'll, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. We'll be right back. This week on the Youth Sports Show, we're talking youth cycling with Phil Gotkin. He is from the ADHD America Junior Development Cycling Program. That's this morning at nine only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Curly's Waterfront Pub is the place you want to be for good food, good drinks, and a heck of a good time. On Tuesdays, Curly's Waterfront Pub has free darts and pool all day. On Wednesdays, there's bingo. Thursday is trivia night. Friday is ladies' night featuring $2 drinks. And Saturday, Curly's has live music. Don't forget, every night is $2 happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. For more info about Curly's Waterfront Pub on the shores of Pewaukee Lake, find them on Facebook. Follow on Twitter or check out their website at curlyswaterfront.com. When I go to Casa Grande Hair Salon in Germantown, I'm not going for hair coloring or styling, and I'm not having my nails done or ears pierced or a wax job. Yes, they provide all those services and more, but I go to Casa Grande Hair Salon to get my hair cut, period. At least while I still have hair to cut. If you want a courteous professional to cut your hair the way you want it cut or styled, then check out CasagrandeHair.com for all the information. I'm telling you, Bushy, I only get my hair cut. Midwestern Shooter Supply is a destination location. You'll be impressed with the selection of firearms and the huge inventory of ammunition and reloading supplies. And don't forget the archery and fishing departments, as well as clothing, boots, and accessories for all your hunting needs. Bring your scouting troop to see all the mounted animals and birds. Midwestern Shooter Supply is a definite destination location in Lomira, Wisconsin. Go to mwshooters.com for store hours and location. That's mwshooters.com. You have to trust your butcher and at Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausage we take pride in having earned your trust because we only sell the best American raised meats. Our mouth-watering sausages are made from the same quality meat and the finest herbs and spices. Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausage is located in McGuanagall just off of I-43 and Highway 83. Check us out at buckysmeats.com. If you want quality meat, sausages, and service, come to Bucky's. It's what we do. Price, selection, and service are the reasons you should go to Discount Liquor for all your adult beverages. Discount Liquor is located at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and at Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. Hard-to-find items are not so hard to find at Discount Liquor. Let the courteous staff help you find the right wine, beer, or liquor from the huge selection. Go to DiscountLiquorInc.com for weekly specials and more information. That's DiscountLiquorInc.com. Labor Day weekend, the Big Gig Barbecue is back and bigger than ever. Delicious food, live music, and admission and parking are free. Enjoy savory barbecue from 15 local experts, an amateur barbecue rib competition, and one lucky guest will win $5,000 at the Big Gig Barbecue 5K giveaway. Admission and parking are free at Henry Meyer Festival Park. Sunday, September 2nd, from noon till 7 p.m. at the Big Gig Barbecue. See official contest rules for details. I'm all-star Milwaukee pitcher Jeremy Jeffers. Congratulations to Fox Brothers Piggly Wiggly on their 30th anniversary. Stop into Fox Brothers through August 21st. You could win a 2019 Ford Mustang, 55-inch TV, iPad, Apple Watch, or one of the other 30 prizes they're giving away at every Fox Brothers Piggly Wiggly locations. For more details, visit foxbrotherspigglywiggly.com or any of their eight locations, including their new store in Port Washington. Monday morning on Chuck. 
and Winkler. One more day with our friend Rami Makhlouf from the Wendy's Big Show. We'll talk to Adam McKelvey at 8. Brewers Cardinals wrap up. And which is the biggest name that could get cut from the Packers? Talk to Michael Cohen, 820. Chuck and Winkler weekday morning, 6 to 10 on The Fan. It's the final Welcome back. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. This is our final segment. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you one last time that uh, Sherpers has their grand opening of their new store out in Port Washington today. Uh, There's a lot of specials going on this weekend out there, so you might want to check out Sherpers.com to get a phone number, address, whatever, you know. But... uh, if you got, if do you have anything else that uh, that you want to talk? Yeah, about? Otherwise, I was, yeah, I was just going to mention one other thing. Uh, there's going to be something going on uh, September 8th called Harbor Fest, which is going to be outside the UWM uh, School of Freshwater Sciences at 600 East Greenfield. And during Harbor Fest, I think it's going to be 11 to 4. It's family friendly, fun. Uh, a boat parade, paddling lessons, fish filleting lessons, mm. bike tours, boat building workshop, music, food, and drinks. So that'll be going on. Lots, mm-hmm. of, you know, lots of good things going on in our area. Yeah, I think isn't Irish Fest this weekend? I think that is, is Irish, Irish Fest. Fest going on. I think so. Can I, I go? Irish That's a great question. I, I work every minute of every day. Can I day? go meet I a no wild, idea. drunken Irish lass today? Let's check yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably they're Google Irish. They've, been, they've probably been Google or Googling. Geez, they've probably been drinking since what? 5 a.m. <laughs> I used to date Come an on, Irish now, girl. Come on, let's not stereotype now. Come I'm on. Irish. Oh, you are. Well, you're stereotyping yourself, right? Yes. I'm okay. going to be drinking as soon as I get out of here at 9 a.m. You Irish. All right. You rascals, the, uh, you. We got a hold oh, of the- Oh, good, good. Let's get him on. Hey, no name bookie. Hey, Tommy. How's it going? Good. Danny and me and Ryan hey. are here. Danny no said that- he oh he said hi Dan hi, um, Danny said that Mark Belling was talking about some races today. Ah, there's nothing. I mean, they got state races every week, but there's nothing I'm interested in. Oh oh, so maybe one of Mark's horses is in that's a, maybe what it was. He's yeah. in a stake race, right? Might be. Yeah, he probably has a horse in some stakes race. You okay, know? so nothing to bet on, huh? On. No, not till the Breeders' Cup. I'll let you know. When when is that? Couple months. Couple right. months. The Breeders' Cup. Uh, Ryan here wants in on the action. Too, yeah, no he's going to want in on the action. We're going to go oh. a, like three-way here. You know, we're okay. going to we're going to place a three-person bet with you. Well, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. All right. Now, does uh, Belling put out picks on that too? The Breeders' Cup. Yeah, he does. There's uh, nine races in that the Breeders' Cup. Oh, nine races. So we got to pick yeah. the best one. You'll know what that is, right? Right. Yeah. So how was your flight back from Vegas? Or did you go to Cancun? No, it was no. bumpy, man. Bumpy, huh? Did, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you know, you know when you go to Cancun, you know do the, do that offshore stuff. Now, what you got what do you got? Like your own casino down there or something? You know, no, I mean, not, you, yet. not yet. Not <laughs> yet. So, okay. Don't don't they have floating like boats on the Mississippi River type casinos? Yeah. Well, they're not yeah. floating, they're parked. They're parked, They're parked. In, in Iowa, right? Is that where they are in Iowa? Yeah. yeah. You ever do that? Yeah, I went out there. Yeah. What, do you own one of those boats? No. <laughs> Not yet? Well, let's buy one. <laughs> let's buy one. Let's invest. Hey, what there if what if we invested in a 
a pontoon boat on Pewaukee Lake that that would have gambling on it. Could we? Do, is it? Would that be legal? I, I don't think we'd get away with. Are you Indian? Uh, no. Okay, then we're not getting away with. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yes, no he is. Okay. Tonto, Tonto Neubauer over yeah. here. All right, no name. Uh, hey, let us Tommy, know. Yeah. I want to thank you, man, for that uh, fishing rod that, holder. It really worked out great. Oh, you man. got it together okay? Yes. Okay. Cleared up a lot of space in my basement. Oh, uh, yeah. You got way too many fishing rods. Yeah. <laughs> or did you start putting golf clubs in it? <laughs> no. All right, I'll talk to you later. Take care, no name. See you no All right, be okay. good. Bye now. Bye. Well, he'll let us know about the Breeders' Cup when that comes around. But I was going to uh, tell the folks real quickly here about, uh, you know, a lot of people are interested in bass fishing, and we got a lot of great bass lakes in this state. In, in our area, we got a lot of great bass lakes. And, you know, years ago, Danny, when I was guiding, when I was guiding years ago, I would guide for bass on lakes I'd never been on. People would call me and say, hey, uh, can you guide me on this lake, that lake, and whatever, you know, and say, yeah, you ever catch bass here? No. Do you ever fish this lake? No, but so what? You know, the bass don't know where they're living. So I got hired by these two guys. It was, I think it was Lake Elizabeth down by the Illinois border. And I picked them up at their dock, you know, launched my boat, went over to their dock, picked them up. And then the guy, I he didn't even have a lake map. He wanted to learn the lake. They just moved on it, you know, and wanted to learn the lake. And I said, well, first thing you got to do is get a lake map. I just happened to carry all the different lake maps with me, you know. So I got out the lake map, and the guy says, you know, he says, I'm interested in catching a smallmouth bass too. And I said, well, it was one of those that on the bottom, on the legend part, it said smallmouth bass were present. Well, when it says present, what does that mean? It's like, yeah, there's a couple floating right, around, but you know. Not don't many. bother trying to fish for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So I said, well, okay, well, we'll get into the largemouth fishing in a minute. But he's, he said, where would I go to catch a smallmouth? And I looked at, and I'd never been on this lake before, and I looked at the map. Saw some and, rocks. And I saw this area that looked like a good spawning area. It was about halfway down the lake, you know. It looked like a nice, a good spawning area for him. So we drove over there to look at the bottom content. Okay, we saw that. And then there were weeds. It was like a gravelly, you right, know. Right, right. And it came out quite a distance, and then there was uh, uh, weeds that started when it started to drop off. And then there was that twilight zone area where, you, you know, you, you, you can see the tops of the weeds, and all of a sudden you can't see them. You know, it was right on that break. So I said to the two guys, and I, I honestly, God, this was so funny. I said to the two guys, I said, well, if there was a smallmouth here, it wouldn't be maybe too far at this time of the year. It was, in, it was earlier in the year. I said, from their spawning area. And I said, so... They might be right off the edge of this deep weed line break, just or either on the inside the transition edge or, the, area. or yeah, or the outside edge. So I said, well, a good bait to try to find them, you know, the, to search a lot of water would be a spinner bait. You can cover a lot of water. So I grabbed a white spinner bait, had it tied it on the rod, and I said, well, let me show you what I mean where you want to cast. So I kind of like got myself parallel with that mm-hmm. deep, with that weed line deep weed line break, and I cast out, and I was explaining, okay, you cast out, get along the edge, let it sink down there a ways, you know, don't start reeling right mm-hmm. away, get it down there. And I started reeling. And then you just want to make a nice steady retrieve, and all of a sudden, bang, my rod bent over, I set the hook, I caught a smallmouth bass. And the one guy says, well, I can't use the actual words he said, but that's blanking unbelievable, you know. And, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that is unbelievable. I can't believe that just happened, you know. But it was so funny because if if you know the fish and you know what kind of food they're looking for, you know the areas that they generally prefer to hang out in and where they transition, like you said, from one spot to another, 
that day, you know, we went out and we found largemouth bass on flats where it was, you know, six feet of water, sunny out, bright sun, but yet there were clumps of weeds and there were bass in those clumps of weeds. We found them under docks. We found them on weed line edges. And I and I was telling these guys, you know, if, if you understand the fish that you're fishing for, I mean, the, the Linders explained it so good with their FLNP system, fish right. location presentation. Right. And I borrowed something for them from for my uh, uh, formula for for successful fishing. I, I borrowed that idea from them, of course. I stole it. Anyway, but, uh, you know, they were on the cutting edge when it comes to that stuff. And, and if you understand the fish, I mean, as much as we can understand the You'll fish. You'll never understand your wife, yeah. but you might understand the fish. Right, exactly. So, and, and you can't try to outthink a well, fish because they don't think, you know. You but can they tune react. a piano, but you, you can't, can't outthink a fish. No, you so, can't tune a fish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a little play on words there. Yeah. But you bring up one thing, Tom, though, that kind of drives me nuts when I have people out fishing is a lot of people you mentioned where you cast parallel you let it sink down a little bit and you're bringing it along yeah. the edge get in a little deep, zone little deeper in the water column a lot of clients that i have they just have no perception of where their bait is in the water column yeah. in other words you might be fishing in 12 feet of water the weeds are coming up five feet off the bottom and you want to go right over the tops yeah, of those weeds. Right. And they'll just chuck and wind. Yeah. Chuck and wind. They'll start winding right it away. It doesn't matter if their bait's right at the top of the water or whatever. Or if they're getting throwing something heavier, they'll start, I'm getting weeds. I'm yeah, getting weeds right. every time. Well, raise your rod tip. Yeah. Change the angle. Wind a little faster or begin to retrieve earlier. Have a sense of how to work that bait yeah. through the water column. Yeah, you're going to get weeds. There's yeah. a reason we're fishing by these weeds right now. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, And it, like you said, they don't know where their bait is in a, relationship to the structure. Have a sense of where that bait yeah. is working. Yeah. And some people just, it's just put their, their whole idea. That's the way my dad was. He wasn't, my, it's just chuck it out and wind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. no idea of where the bait and how it's working and, and a, think, sen a sense of it. I think that's one of the best tips we gave today. I think it's Seriously. the only tip we gave today. Yeah, well, it might be the only Other tip. <laughs> well, it turns out to be the best one. It's like hey. I said, we are we are the only, or like you said, we are the only two-hour Unscripted, live. off the rails. I want to thank all the people out there listening. We got people that don't even fish. I, see, I hear them. I see them. They, hey, good show this week. Thanks yeah. for listening. want to thank the people in blue. We support the police officers, the firefighters, the first responders, and most importantly, our military. And yeah. I stand for the pledge, my friends. Me too. That's all I got. Hey, you know what? Even at home, watching the Packer game, me and my boys, we'll still stand. What? On TV. Yeah. We do. It's like a tradition thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We get into that stuff. Wow, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Okay, folks. That's all I got. Until next week, that is. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Go do something nice for someone today, my friends. We'll talk to you next week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.